0: What's up everybody? It's Jesus of the Jesus and Deuce podcast. And we're back with another episode. We uh we got a lot of good stuff to go over today. There's been a lot of stuff going on in the league and you know, big news, trades, big games, upsets, you know, things like that. Um, but first, of course, I wanna go ahead and introduce my co-host here, the main man himself. We got Deuce. How you feeling, bro?
1: What you up to? Damn pretty good my guy you know just chilling playing a little ap easy all right
0: just passing the time ain't nothing wrong i haven't haven't really been getting on lately but I'll try to catch a couple rounds with you when i can
1: all right, it's all good brody your car's fucked up mm. you know that's just life we got to be grown-ups now we can't be kids anymore type shit yeah
0: no that's true that's true i'm
1: actually uh
0: Pretty close to, to to being done with that whole situation I went and dropped it off at the shop so hopefully if all goes well I'll have that have that car back running by tomorrow
1: hell yeah you can finally go do them houses and shit. <laughs> hell
0: yeah but uh shoot we could just dive right into it really with the with, with one of the I guess the biggest story that that broke this past week. Uh, which is going to be the John Gruden situation. So as most of you may know, uh, Gruden's emails, they went ahead and got leaked as a Mm -hmm. result of the ongoing investigation with the Washington football team uh, in regards to some sexual harassment claims and things like that. So John Gruden had to go ahead and resign. He stepped down as the head coach of the team, which came as a shock to me. You know, I remember that we were playing. We were on Apex when you told me, and I was like, Cap, I don't believe it, you know, because on my end, I guess I'm delayed compared to your notifications or whatever. So I didn't see it. And I was really doubled down on it. I was like, nah, you're lying. You know, I went and did my Googles, went to the news section and boom, there it was John Gruden resigns as the head coach of the Raiders. So that was a shock to me. Um, Shit. Deuce, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the situation or about what you know about it?
1: And you basically touched on it for the most part, bro, with 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 uh, going into the Washington Redskins. They're the ones that were originally being investigated type shit. And all that ended up coming out of that was the Gruden emails, which is kind of, you know, bizarre in a way, because if the Washington football team is being investigated, how come we're only finding out about Gruden, who at the time of those emails, by the way, we're not defending Gruden. Like, you know, we're, you know, we stand with, you know, the people of color and stuff like that. But but if we're, gonna, like, if we're going after Gruden, then how come we're not going after the Washington football team? Because I remember, like, in the NBA when this happened with uh, Donald Sterling, the, form, uh, the former owner of the Clippers. Like, he got caught on, like, on a phone call with his side piece, you know, saying the N-word, calling his players this, that, and the third type shit. Like, really degrading the African-American man type shit. Yeah. And he was ultimately forced to sell his team, and that's why we have Ballmer now. So, you know, as we are kind of have a it's kind of a moral victory to see John Gruden have to resign for his, you know, homophobic and racial slurs. But we also need to keep pushing the Dan Snyder and them, you know, to be held accountable for the stuff they did type shit. Cause yeah. Right now, like we, we all know that Roger Goodell is just a puppet of the owners type shit. Me personally, like. This whole situation is being handled wrong. I'm glad that, you know, these things did come out to light about Gruden type shit. But me personally, I feel like that there should be an outside investigation into the NFL as well as the Washington football team. So that way we could hold the owners and the commissioner accountable. And honestly, let's work towards getting a new commissioner in there like like, uh, Adam Silver from the NBA where Mm. he's more about the players and not the owners type shit. Okay. I think not only would it make the league more fun, but it also help, you know, hold a lot more people accountable because I mean there's no place in this day and age for that type of, you know, racism to keep occurring and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, bro, especially just how far along we've come with the times, you know, it's it's pretty wild and from what I was reading, it's about more than half a million emails, like more than half a million documents, 650,000 documents, pieces of information. I feel like everybody, well, not everybody, but whoever was in that little circle or whatever, bro, like, they're about to get put out. Like, a lot of stuff is about to start getting released about maybe even different owners, different. Because I even saw that Adam Schefter kind of, like, had got caught in the mix, you know. It, it wasn't as drastic, you know. It wasn't nothing like Gruden. But, you know, it's just there's there's a lot of collateral damage that's going to happen because of it. You know, Gruden, his his was just at a larger extent. You know, it was just at a a more, I guess, definitely looked down upon situation. You know, it was like his his was a bigger deal than Adam Schefter's. I feel like they're just kind of getting started with a lot of the stuff. Do you think that they put Gruden's stuff out on purpose? Or do you think that all of this is coming out just as a result of the investigation? Or do you think that there's kind of like, you know, something going on with like, okay, well, let's put his stuff out. Let's not put theirs out. Let's put this guy's out. You know, do you think they're like picking and choosing? Or do you think all of this is just coming out all at once, like no matter who it is?
1: No, no. Bro. I, I'm going to keep going back to what I said that, you know, the NFL and Roger Goodell as a whole are puppets for the owners type shit. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I'm thinking that they released the Gruden information as, you know, a scapegoat <clears throat> for one, you know, to make him out to be the villain. And so that way you can kind of be like, oh, all the attention on Gruden that hopefully, you know, the public forgets about what we're we were originally investigating type shit. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I don't know, bro. Like, me personally, like I said, I, I think we have to have an come in and investigate it themselves because as it's going to get the whole information out of them type shit. Yeah. I, I don't personally believe we will. But other than that, bro, like I feel like that was the only thing Gruden could do type shit was resign. Other than that, you know, he was going to be in Mark Davis's hands and, you know, the Raiders, man. They love fighting the NFL. Bro, you know
0: what's crazy? Is I feel that anybody that has that type of haircut, freaking that Mark Davis, John Gruden type of haircut, bro, like, I don't know, that's the type of haircut that I'd be like, dude, like, okay, I I I feel funny vibes from this guy, you know, like, it's like they got a chili bowl cut, but it's like, I don't know, the chili bowl might have had like some funny looking edges on it. So they couldn't get a straight (laughs) cut. So it's just like looking goofy. Those those are the type of haircuts I can't really trust. Like, yeah, I was calling Gruden, like, the Gruden grinder. And it's kind of fun to, like, talk about him. But I never really got, like, you know, the best vibes from him or freaking Mark Davis. But to be honest, he he just looks pretty creepy to me. Just, you know, if you pull up pictures or whatever, like, he... I don't know. It looks like he might have, you know, might have done a couple things in his past. But <laughs> either way, I digress. I get off of those guys. No, what you were saying about kind of trying to get the the public's attention off of it, uh, off of the Washington situation, I had saw that they're going to be retiring freaking uh, Sean Taylor's number. They're going to be retiring 21 this Sunday, bro, like against yeah. the Chiefs. Like, what?
1: Yeah. That's the crazy part, bro. That should have been happening. You know, RFP to the great, the late, great Sean Taylor, bro. Mm-hmm. His time at Washington when he was playing for him, bro, he was a solidified baller out there, bro. No doubt. No doubt about that, bro. And, you know, the way he went out, type shit, bro. Like, I feel like right there and then, bro, like the next game y'all play, y'all should retire his jersey because of what he that team bro like people still talk about him former players players still talk about him safety mm. still walk, highlight reels to learn how to play that position like him bro so yeah bro. like I keep saying bro just trying to get our attention away from them it's kind of like the Epstein thing <laughs> remember how when he listed all those government officials that were going to the uh, his island you know, relations with kids and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: and what happened to all those politicians like Bill Clinton Tom Hanks and all them <laughs> fucking nothing <laughs> nothing
0: but they were there they were at little st jeff's you know they were they were partaking in those activities but yeah you're right i, I guess his suicide or quote-unquote suicide was what kind of got the attention off of that but you no know, to go back on the uh on the sean taylor situation like it um you're right they should have been retired his number like after after what happened with him happened they should have been did that, you know, or at the end of the season or at the start of the following season after that, because, bro, Sean Taylor, that is the type of safety that if I were to play safety, that's who I would want to play like, you know, because he had the he had the hands do he, he had the hit stick, you know, facts whenever whenever I think of Sean Taylor, bro, I always think of that of that hit at the Pro Bowl. At the Pro Bowl, you know, nowadays the Pro Bowl, it don't really mean nothing, you know. Honestly, that's how I feel. The Pro Bowl, it don't mean nothing. Like, it it doesn't have that status like it used to, you know. Like, when I was growing up and I would watch the Pro Bowl, I'd be like, dang, like, you know, this is so cool. Like, all the best players of every team, you know, this and that. But now, it like, they they don't even really care, you know. I feel like it's become more like the NBA All-Star game, Where it's just Mm kind of like, eh, we're there, but it's like, eh, we're not really trying. I feel like back then, like, they at least still did try. And speaking of that, when I saw Sean Taylor, when I saw Sean Taylor basically kill that punter on that hit, (laughs) bro, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like, even at the Pro Bowl, he's catching bodies, like. That didn't care, bro. Didn't care. That's the type of safety that I like. And they should have, they should have retired his number a long time ago. And it just seems real suspicious and like a like a real coincidence that after all of this is happening, all of a sudden they want to try to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna retire his number. You know, everything's all good and happy here with Washington. You know, come have a good time, and the fans will. You know, the, the fans that do care, they'll still show up and, you know, show support and be loud for the retirement and stuff. But I, I just see it as a as a way to kind of try to get all the attention off of it as, as best as they can.
1: No, bro, you're right. Like, it was just too coincidental that they choose now after the Gruden emails were released last week to retire hit Sean Taylor's number. But real quick – I'm gonna I'm gonna try to correct you real quick on the NBA All Star Game. They it's mm-hmm. kind of changed in the past couple of years, bro. Like now they kind of made it more interesting type shit. So you see them actually try in the fourth quarter. Like yeah, it's still like extravagant numbers, but they're actually trying to get like to I think it's like 100 or something, 170 or something like that.
0: They, still no 170 it, each.
1: It, yeah, like no, whoever gets hits his whoever hits a certain number first wins in the all, in the NBA All Star Game. Now oh, I believe it's okay, like one okay. something. It's one something. But it's still not a lot of defense, but, you know, you're still seeing motherfuckers shoot the shit out the ball. So it's kind of a little more competitive, but not really. It's still way better than the Pro Bowl in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I still think, personally, baseball, even though it is dying, has the best all-star game because their all-star game dictates which division has home field advantage in, you know, in the playoffs or in the World Series type shit. What? How does that work? Well, it's, it's not like... Uh, it's not like uh, basketball or, or I don't know if football is doing the same thing as basketball when it comes to pro Bowl, where you can get a player from either conference type shit. Mm. But baseball is just is specifically the National League, the best players out of there versus the best players out of the American League. And the winner, you know, the winner, the winner of the game gets home field advantage throughout the World Series. Because you're gonna have to find a way to, you know, pick who gets the home field advantage, who has game one at their home, and this is the way baseball does it. Hmm,
0: that's interesting. I, I didn't, I didn't know that their All Star game had any effect on home field advantage like that.
1: Hmm, that's why people actually love watching that All Star game. The the base, the MLB All Star game, the MLB home run bro is like miles ahead of the pro bowl and the nba all-star game even though baseball still is dying people still are tuning in for the home run derbies and the all-star games to see otani's john carlos you your uh what's his name judge you're trying to see kershaw scherzer pitch for the national league mm-hmm. like it's fun to watch that specific time bro other than that baseball is boring as shit Oof, i believe it i believe it
0: I, i've only been to one I think, like, just to one Rangers game. And that was because, like, I had won something at my job. And they gave us tickets. Like, at the time, the job that I worked for, like, they had a suite at the ballpark. So, somehow, I I don't remember how, but I ended up winning tickets. And I was able to, like, be in the suite or whatever. They had the food and the hot dogs and all that. But, eh, I mean, it was all right. It it was kind of cool to be there, you know, but... I feel like uh if I'm doing anything baseball I'd rather just try swinging you know I, I'd rather just try to hit you know other than that I don't think I could just sit there and watch it
1: and it's just like any other game bro it really depends on who's playing who like back then when the rangers were popping off and you know when we were in high school 2012 2013 when they were going back to back world series appearances and shit Mm-hmm. that was a good team bro like that's a team you would go watch type shit because they were winning they were competing for pennants they were competing for championships and plus whenever they would play against boston new york the at the time who else was popping at the time in the al actually only two i can think of Only hmm. ones are important you know boston boston red sox my team but you, you know go. those games type shit would be the ones i would go to like i went to a shitload of games when they played boston when that big poppy was still playing, uh, Dustin Pedroia, I was even lucky enough to go to a game back in 07 when he, uh, Manny Ramirez was on the team. Mm. So, like, you know, I I love baseball. It's just they, they that's a whole. This is a whole different conversation, but they just need to fix the whole thing, bro. Games should not last four and a half hours. Yeah, I see. wouldn't even watch a football game that long.
0: Nah, if it's not, even if it's football, I'm not sitting there watching something for four hours, you know, like, you got my attention three hours max, you know, whether it's football, uh, a fight, like an MMA event, you know, whatever it is, two to three hours max. If it goes to four, like, that's just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's just a little too much for me.
1: Real quickly, we do apologize to the fans. We just got, I just got, we got caught up in the conversation about All-Star games. That's yeah. the only reason why we're talking <laughs> yeah. about baseball. I swear to God. Yeah. They're
0: like, wait, hold on. How'd this go from Gruden to, Austin, to Sean Taylor to baseball?
1: Well, the Gruden and Sean Taylor thing, they're, they're hand in hand. No matter, how, no matter what you want to think about it, it is, mm-hmm. hand, it, it is coincidental as fuck. Yeah. And there's no such thing as coincidence. coincidence. I don't know how to say it. I have a, a seventh-grade education, guys. I'm sorry.
0: Seventh-grade education. The public mm-hmm. school system failed you, or did they succeed with you? I don't know. Was this all a ploy to keep you at a seventh-grade education level?
1: Either hey, way, I graduated, so they succeeded and I succeeded. We're just shaking hands and walking away after that. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, back to back to football. I don't know, man. I'm with you. I, I kind of want to see more come out of it. I want to see more come to light from the whole watch the football situation. But, you know, only time can tell, obviously. Yeah. But other than that, man, hey. How about your little cowgirls?
0: Hey, I mean, we're doing good, bro. I mean, it, we we can only play who's in front of us, you know. And uh, sadly for the Giants this past weekend, it was them, you know. So they were the ones that, that had to catch that ass whooping. You know, it was kind of like uh, – well, nah, not really. I guess that's not the best analogy. What I was going to say was, you know, just kind of catching the ass whooping that isn't meant for you. You know, like you cut someone off, they're having a bad day and, you know, you might be trying to talk them down, but they got their forces on. They come <laughs> at you, you know, they come at you like real aggressive and, you know, you just catch that ass whooping that day. Uh, you know, we're just on a roll, you know, we're just we're just we're just a. We're just clicking and firing on all cylinders right now. And sadly to say, the Giants, they were just the next ones up, you know. So they had to catch that L. Um, it does <clears> suck, <throat> though. It does suck because there was a lot of injuries. I would have really liked for them to keep all of their players, um, especially the Daniel Jones injury. You know, I, I know I talk about, you know, Vanilla Vic, but Daniel Jones, he's, he's their starting quarterback, you know. So it, it would have been nice for him to stay healthy, uh, it, it sucks that he took that hit. It it was a helmet to helmet hit, um, but at the same time, you know you're a quarterback. I get it. He's going for the touchdown. He's trying to make a play for his team. But you're more valuable than just a touchdown. You know they they need him really because I mean Glennon he's been he's been passed around like a you know. you know pass around like a blunt you know i was gonna say something vulgar but my shorty's here so i ain't gonna go too crazy but you know he's been he's been passed around the passed around the league and he he's not a starter you know he's a he's a full-time backup so after that happened I, i kind of expected it to go the way that it did you know after the injury sadly and oh man especially the saquon one bro like I know that you and me, we were kind of talking going back and forth throughout the game. That was a pretty crazy – well, not crazy injury, but it just sucks to see that, you know, because, yeah, they're the Giants. Yeah, I don't really like them like that, you know, just because of the rivalry. But at the same time, I don't want their best players to be getting hurt, you know, because then it just kind of takes away from us you because then all you hear is, oh, well, they have players hurt. Oh, they weren't at full capacity or, oh, they – you know, they were missing this and that. So it kind of like discredits our win. Uh what do you what do you think about the injuries, bro? Or what did you think about the game when you were watching it?
1: Yeah, just to touch on you know, let's go with the injuries first. That way, you, you know, that was the question you asked first. Mm-hmm. Uh man, that's that's really what hurt him the most, bro. Like Saquon getting hurt on not even a running play, just running route rolled his ankle on somebody's foot on a slant. Mm-hmm. and when you see him at the sideline bro that shit just puffed up so big and in my head i'm just thinking like damn like i don't want to say this but is saquon really worth the time to keep you know investing in him if he's just going to be on my bench almost yeah. all season every year type shit like when mm-hmm. it, when are we finally going to say all right saquon we know how talented you are we know how great you are when you're healthy but the thing is you can't fucking stay healthy <laughs>
0: exactly
1: my thing is honestly, the Giants gonna have to come to a decision with him and what they do with him in the future and honestly if they release him I'm not going to be mad at them bro if, even though it is the Giants and they're dysfunctional they're not as dysfunctional as the Jets but that, that, that one right there would be the only thing that would ever make sense for them to do and I would actually agree with it and then the other injuries to Danny Dimes bro I don't know like I'm with you like he is more valuable than a touchdown, but then again, do you all as a quarterback that you know is kind of a dual threat, you see the Lamars, you've seen Vic, you've seen the Kaepernicks do it. Do any of them ever slide at the one?
0: I mean I mean, you you ask a good question, bro, and and to my knowledge, I I can't say yes. You know, I, I can't say that they do, but at the same time, I feel like it's just like, ah, you know, me, I, I know it's different, you know, but if I was sitting there playing Madden, I would probably still slide because I know that there's a chance of him maybe fumbling. Now this is in Madden. In real life, the stakes are higher. We're talking concussions, you know, we're talking real life injuries, you know, so I would hope that he would, you know, I feel like Cause he's not a big quarterback either. It's not like he's like a Josh Allen or a Cam Newton style quarterback, you know, like he's, he's, he's not necessarily a smaller quarterback cause he's, I guess he's bigger than me, you know, but he's a professional quarterback. But at the same time, you know, if if you just look at him, he's slimmer than most, you know, he's not even as big as Dak, you know, Dak is a bigger quarterback than him. Um, I feel like in that case, he should slide, you know, take your chances. You're at the one, you know, run a sneak, you know, or uh, run it up the gut, you know, take your chances with that. But I don't know. I, I kind of I definitely see where you're coming from. It's just tough. You know, it, it. it's tough to make that decision, especially when you're that close. You know, you're probably like, ah, I could tough it out. You know, I, I could push through it. You know, I if I make contact, they might tackle me in. You know, I might end up in there anyways. But um, I mean, we saw that that wasn't the case. He ended up taking that 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 big hit, and he ended up going out of the game, and it was bad. You know, he got up, but he was stumbling. He he lost his balance. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from, though.
1: Facts, but uh, back to the game because. I don't know if you were I don't know if you were able to watch. I know you were working type shit and then your car mm-hmm. ended up fucking up that day. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was watching the game, like is it it's just like the it's just like the Bucks and Eagles game last night, bro. It's a tell of two halves. Cause in the first half, y'all were struggling, bro. Like they got to, they got an interception off deck. Yeah, they didn't score, but then again, like the halftime score was what, 17 to 10. Like they were keeping it close. Mm-hmm. And that's this is the one thing that I've noticed about y'all the last two weeks. Bro, y'all y'all have a tendency to play either up to the team you're playing, i.e., the Bucks and the Chargers, y'all, y'all matched them. And you know, un- unlike the Bucks, in the Chargers game, y'all, you know, y'all went above the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Chargers shot themselves in the foot, but y'all won the game type shit. Mm-hmm. These last two games, bro, Sam Darnold <clears throat> and again, a tell of two halves, bro. You're deep y'all struggled in the first half and y'all took over the second half against the uh, against the Giants. Same thing. Y'all struggled in the first half and then took over and won the second half. And like I told you, bro, as soon as Saquon got hurt, I was already expecting y'all to blow him out. Because in my head, I'm thinking, like, what can they do without Saquon, bro? Like, there's really nothing. And that's what they showed you. They Once they got the interception and then the fumble on y'all in the first half, they stalled out. They couldn't do shit with, their, with those turnovers. So my thing with y'all is I, I need to see a complete game, bro. I need to see from start to finish, a team you're supposed to beat, like these Giants. Yeah, I need to see y'all dominate from all the way through, not just at a half, a second half when Dak's like, oh, all right, let's let's finally win this game.
0: Damn, bro, that's crazy. Because you were about to say the team that we did that to, but you caught yourself. We did that to the Eagles, like from start to finish. We we kept our foot on the gas. We got filthy out of there, like. It, it like mm. that game. It, it wasn't even really close, you know. Well, like, there's yeah, there's reason they...
1: why I didn't bring up the Eagles, boss. There's a whole reason why I didn't bring up the Eagles. Hey, but you <laughs> they're, know so what I mean? like, they're so bad. They're so bad. You saw the game last night, bro. Like the first half, um, this, I, this is the reason why I think that the game was close. The bugs could literally do anything and everything they wanted in the first half, bro. So they got complacent and were like, well. You know, even if they come back, we're going to win. We're going to win because we know. So, like, that defense is so atrocious right now, bro. And I'm not too sure about Jalen Hurts. That's why I didn't even bring up that game. That's why I omitted it from my head. These last two games, because the Panthers did play y'all pretty good in the first half, and so did these Giants. And they just took y'all to the second half to win the game. And like you said, y'all are a second-half team, but what happens when in the first half y'all are struggling? but you're playing an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady again. Or I am I know y'all got Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes coming up on the schedule pretty soon. Like, I think those are the only four quarterbacks that you cannot do that against type shit. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of can't wait for y'all to play a Kyler Murray or the Patrick Mahomes games. Not because I want to see y'all lose just because I want to see how y'all play against teams that are proven type shit teams that you know are going to be in the playoffs in the NFC championship games, AFC championship games, Super Bowls type shit. I want to see how y'all do against these guys from start to finish. And then I'll actually be able to say, like, all right, the Cowboys are, are legit. Because either way, y'all are still a playoff team with a wild card head coach.
0: Yeah, those two teams that you said right there, uh, Arizona and the Chiefs, out of those two the only one that really worries me, and this might throw some people off, nah, is know. the Cardinals. It is the Cardinals. That's really the only team that that kind of worries me. Uh, the Chiefs, not so much. We'll touch on that a little later, uh, over in our Contender and Pretender segment. Luckily, I, I I was the one that drew the Chiefs. You know, I you and me, we had split some teams up, you know, and I ended up getting the Chiefs on that, so I'll be able to touch on that a little bit here in this next segment that we got coming up. But, you know, from – I feel like you're right. Those are going to be two good, like, quote-unquote measuring stick games to kind of see where we stand. Um, But I'm not nervous. I'm not – you know, I'm not not scared, you know, of any of these teams really because, like I've said before – when it came to week one and we played the Bucks, the way that we played, like, we were in there. We were toe-to-toe. We were going back. I feel like we were going back and forth, like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, you know, trading blows, trading knockdowns, you know, going back and forth. And, yeah, we did end up losing that game. But I feel like that game, it said a lot, and it kind of set my expectations pretty high for my team, you know. So whenever – I look at the teams that are coming up. I feel like, you know what? They are a good team. I give them the respect, you know, because, hey, the Cardinals, they're undefeated. You know, the Chiefs, they're a Super Bowl winning team in recent years. But it's not like, oh, we're going to lose. Oh, that's an L. You know, let's go on to the next week after that. Oh, who do we got after them type deal? It's kind of like, no, like. Hey, we're going to stand up for ourselves. You know, we're going to we're going to be in that game. And it's just a matter of how those games play out. If it'll really give me that extra little, you know, that extra little notch. Like, okay, yeah. Like you said, like, yeah, they're the real deal, you know. So I'm excited. We handled our business with the with the Giants last week. You guys handled business and then y'all handled business again on this thursday night football
1: game so real quickly though because i see i see a lot of people use this argument whenever they whenever like you know people talk about the cowboys i see people use this argument a lot and i hate it so much bro i hate when people bring up the way like y'all play when y'all played us type shit
0: bro i mean not because because
1: y'all didn't play good but exactly that exactly that we're the super bowl champions bro we're getting every team's like a effort type shit like even atlanta and miami played us close bro it's well like, that's, that's what happened bro. that's I what mean. i'm saying like that's why i'm saying like i always discount that game bro be just because we're getting every team's best effort we're like you, we're not getting y'all when y'all how y'all played the chargers and all them like how y'all are tell two halves type shit it was like from the start both of us off rip it was just boom boom we already knew our defense weren't gonna do shit but I hate hearing that argument. I'm like, they played the, the Super Bowl champions. I'm like, every team is playing the Super Bowl champions tough, bro. We have no fucking defense right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck you mean? Get a, take that us out true. the equation, bro. Like, take us out the equation. Like, uh, your other uh, games, oh, yeah. apart from us, your other games, bro, the Chargers game was good. You finally got Zeke going. You got Pollard going. Again, you know, cause could have went a couple different ways. Either way, y'all won that game. Y'all did what y'all had to do to win that the Eagles game again, y'all dominated. That's why I didn't even bring it up. That game was just atrocious to watch. I, I put twenty bucks on it just to make it fun. That's how boring that game was to watch.
0: Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is you just felt like giving me twenty dollars. You you, you could have just gave me the twenty up front, bro. You didn't even have to put it on the game.
1: Hey, you know me, boss. I have fun with my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only guy. I'm the only guy I know that can spend a thousand dollars in one night. <laughs> Hey,
0: I don't I don't think you've met a couple of the people that I've ever met, but I, I feel like if I would linked y'all up, y'all, y'all y'all could really spend a lot of money in one night. But
1: that's another that's another thing. Um just to you know, clarify some shit, like, hey, I'm not rich over here.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not rich at all. <laughs>
0: you know? It's just you get carried away sometimes, that's all.
1: Exactly. But that's that's why uh, to get back to the conversation. That's so how we stop getting off topic and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's why I said like I want to see y'all against the Cardinals and the Chiefs, bro. I want to see y'all actually play these teams that are con- are, are considered contenders. we really the Cardinals. Again, we'll talk on the Chiefs a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I want to see you against those guys, bro. That's really what's gonna tell me. Like even if y'all lose those games or if you lose to the Cardinals and beat the Chiefs, if Depending on how that defense plays, bro, against especially the Cardinals, because they have arguably the best receiver in the fucking league. Like yeah. it's gonna tell me, like, all right, the Car- the Cowboys might want to avoid them in the playoffs. Tampa Bay, go for the, go for the number one seed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no doubt, bro. I, and I'm glad that you had brought, uh, brought our game up because that was one of the games that I had highlighted for uh, week five that I wanted to recap and touch up on uh that was really one of the games that that has stood out to me another game that stood out to me bro and not in a good way I I have a feeling that you might know what I'm talking about because we were talking about it bro (laughs) the freaking Packers and the Bengals game bro that was such a headache to watch it was funny though but I was like dang do none of y'all want to win like
1: that was oh, a crazy man.
0: game, bro. So many missed field goals. How many was? It? I think it was like 5 missed field goals.
1: 5, and I think Crosby had 3 of them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So that game was so atrocious, bro, but unlike, like, unlike you in a way kind of, bro. I actually enjoyed watching that game, bro. Like, really? It, it, bro, like the game itself was fucking good. You had Joey B, he was struggling a little bit against, you know, in the in the in the first half. He- a little against the Packers but bro Jamar Chase whatever they were saying in the preseason about him not being able to catch the ball dog is not true because he got open he busted it open twice on these Packers and honestly bro like I was telling you in these texts like the one thing I really like enjoy seeing bro was a former cast off of y'all and was a former Dallas Cowboy defensive cast off and I talked to you about the game bro that a was playing he was playing exactly how the cowboys always thought he could be type shit. Mm-hmm. He had a pick. He had a pick on Aaron Rodgers. He was on Devontae Adams. Not saying he locked him down because Devontae still went off. Oh yeah. And the but Awoozier got hurt when Devontae was going off though. But for the most part, bro, Abuzier was playing some some shutdown D on Devontae, bro. He was making it tough for Aaron Rodgers to you know throw the ball to him. And then obviously once Awoozie Devontae started busting it open. And then when Ouzia came back, you could tell he wasn't 100% because, you know, Devontae was still beating him here and there. But Ouzia was still playing. Nice coverage on him, bro. But, yeah, I actually actually enjoyed that game until, you know, we saw the kicking woes. Jeez. Fucked the part, bro. It wasn't just those two. It continued into the next game and the next game and the Monday night game.
0: Bro, and like that's happened before like it, it like this isn't like a one type thing. It's been like there's been one week specifically like in the past couple seasons where for some reason, all the kickers are just like off balance like not off balance, but like all the kicking is off like there's there's gonna be a high number of missed kicks on one Sunday like or in one week of football, you know like it's not the first time I've seen that I I remember back to like when was it maybe two three years ago whenever the Seahawks had uh missed that one kick and then I think the Bears had missed the kick with uh, I think that was like the double doink game like where it just kind of seems to happen it's almost like it's contagious throughout the league like what like oh hey yeah we heard that there's some bad kicking going on in this game all right let's go mess with these guys too and mess up their kicking you know like I, like
1: how does that happen well i, I think when it comes to kicking brooks I, I i hate that i'm gonna say this but i'm gonna say it anyways because you know your boy was was trying not to be a kicker back in middle school you know what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm. oh in middle school okay okay
1: <laughs> yeah you know your boy didn't your boy was like eh, i don't want to get hit like i like football but you know i don't want to get hit <laughs> yeah i guess that's why i became a soccer player but I digress. But when it comes to kicking, bro, like I think that's one of the most psychological positions in, in any sport type shit. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, like since the, the Packers and the Bengals game was the first game, well, technically was the first game type shit was the new game. Like as a kicker type shit, you find out, oh, damn, like there was five missed field goals in this one game type shit. So in your head you start thinking, like, oh man, if that was me, bro, I wouldn't have missed those five field goals. I would have made the first one, we'd win. Mm-hmm. But then you'll have another kicker thinking in his head, like, dang, what if what if that happens to me? What if I miss those three field goals and I cost my team the game?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: again, like, after a while, like I think these kickers get in their own heads off of made up shit, like shit, they have nothing to worry about, type shit. Oh, okay, I think that's okay. what fucks them up. Like, it's just it's all psychological. it's all psychology. Psych- psychological yeah psychological
0: power through it boss you got
1: it seventh grade education seventh (laughs) grade education right there boss there you go power through
0: it bro you got
1: it man i just i think that's the thing with kickers bro i I, you hate to see it but then again bro like miss kicks and making kicks is kind of it, it, it kind of makes the game interesting to watch when it comes down to the last second type shit
0: yeah, no, I mean, that's true. It, it did make it a little interesting. I, I just feel like it prolonged it. You know, I feel like when whenever the Bengals missed their kick, I was like, oh, like they went for it. I, I can't remember exactly if they had gone for it on third down or if they went for it on the fourth for uh, for the kick. I think it might oh, have that was been the, fourth down. That was the Packers. The Packers had went for it on a third down?
1: Yeah, they kicked on the third down. Mm. And he missed it.
0: But no, uh, okay, okay, so that happened. But the one that I was thinking of was uh, still in regulation when the Bengals had did their field goal attempt and they missed. I was like, oh, they missed. There's, like, 20-plus sec- I think it was, like, maybe 23, 26 seconds left. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, they, they fucked up. Like, you fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers over there. He don't need that much time. You know, like, that's more than enough. Him and Brady, that's more than enough to get into field goal range. And boom, what happens? Aaron Rodgers throws a dart to Devontae. It, it was like maybe like a 15, 20 yard ball. They get into field goal range. Boom, they spike it. I've noticed that Aaron Rodgers lately, he's kind of like been doing like this little booyah, this like, this little like, you know, like, yeah, we got this in the bag. Like, I did my job type of celebration. Like, he kind of like punches the air, like, he thought he had it you know because that's what he does you know he gets him in field goal range when it's necessary and boom the the kicker goes out there kicks the game when in field goal right but you know that sunday was a wacky sunday you know it, it's it's spook it's uh, october it's spooky season so some spooky stuff started to happen he missed the kick and then they go into overtime you know like i thought I thought they were going to win right then and there, but the overtime happens, you know, they prolong the victory. They go back and forth missing some more kicks. And in the end, the Packers win. I felt like, I felt like they could have finished that in regulation and saved us a a couple, like, uh, 15 minutes, you know, 15 (laughs) minutes or so, you know, like they could have saved us some time and got it over with, but Mm -hmm. Hey, it happens. It's a spooky season. Let's blame it on the month. And, uh, Hey, you know, what What can you do? You know, there's people saying like, oh, this is why I don't like kickers, this and that, a.k.a. Skip Bayless. But it's like, I feel like kickers are, are a part of the game no matter what, you know, like I feel mm-hmm. like you can't get rid of a kicker, you know, like I feel like they're a fundamental piece of the game.
1: Well, I mean, if you get rid of the kicker, I guess you can go to like, I guess going for two point conversions, like how you see a lot of the high school teams do it type shit. Most of them yeah. don't have kickers on the roster, so they just go for two every time. But I think at that point you'll risk injury, so I don't think the NFLPA would go for that. So I believe we'll be stuck with kickers for a while. My thing is, I think to completely avoid any kicking fiascos anymore, bro. You know, since fucking cloning is a thing now, right? <laughs> I say we, I say every team just gets a piece of Justin Tucker's DNA and just clones him, mm-hmm. bro. He's the, He's the only automatic kicker in the league that I know of. You know, excluding the fact that he missed a field goal against who was that? The uh, who the, the fucking Ravens played this weekend? The Colts. He missed a field goal against the Colts. But speaking of, again <laughs> of missed field goals, bro, the Colts kicker missed a field goal, and he's known for missing field goals. I was telling you this yesterday that back in his college days, he was fucking missing field goals for uh to win bowl games.
0: <laughs> Sheesh, that's wild, bro. It, it's is. You make you make a good point about having a Justin Tucker clone on each team cuz that'll be kind of like a ultimate team, you know, like Madden ultimate team where you can have your kicker and like for example, when I was playing Madden like a lot of the like if there if a 99 overall kicker came out or like a 96, 97 overall kicker came out, you better believe that everybody was trying to have that kicker because they're automatic. their accuracy is good. They got the kick power, you know, like they got the leg. So I feel like, hey, let's make it fair across the board. Give everybody a Justin Tucker clone. Like he's not just a Ravens player no more. He's he's a player for all 32 teams. You know, he's getting 32 different checks. And, you know, just make it fair if, if we're really going to try to keep a kicker.
1: Shit, and even bro, if you remember that time when Will Ferrell was playing? Yeah, he did some charity thing, and he was playing for every baseball team across America type shit. Like all thirty-two baseball teams, he played for. He played a single position in each game type shit shit. in one day. So I'm thinking, like, if cloning don't work, why don't we do the same thing with Justin Tucker,
0: (laughs) bro? For a split second, I thought you were finna say, "Let's get Will Ferrell out there to kick for every team."
1: Hey, hey, Will Ferrell, is he? Yeah, no, I don't want to see him pull the hamstring. I like Will, I like Uncle Will.
0: Don't even say he's an athlete, boss. (laughs) Don't even say he's an athlete.
1: Someone's never seen semi pro. He dunked in that movie, boss. Nah, he didn't. Nah, that's who's going to
0: end up like Tom Segura.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No cap, bro. Trying
0: to dunk. God.
1: But nah, hey, if cloning don't work, bro, all the owners should come together and buy a helicopter and just fly Justin Tucker to every game.
0: Yeah, I heard it here first. I heard it here first, people. Deuce wants to clone Justin Tucker. Let us know what y'all think. Would that make kicking fair in the league or not? Let us know.
1: I mean, because he's not a – but he is the closest thing to automatic that we have in the league when it comes oh, yeah. to kicking
0: definitely i think he's i think he's like the top dog in uh um like field, field goal, goal accuracy yeah like field goal accuracy like the percentage that he'll make a kick type deal i think he's like at 91 or it might be more i think he's maybe like 92 93 but he's up there 92 93% chance that he'll make the field goal so
1: oh okay, i mean right. that's, oh, uh, but say, he's always been consistent just remember uh the the Super Bowl run with they had with Jeff Flacco. He was kicking field goals against the Patriots and everybody
0: else,
1: clutch mm-hmm. field goals and shit. Oh yeah,
0: I believe that, that that would be, that would be cool. But unfortunately, we're all stuck with uh, our own individual kickers. You know, luckily, well, I don't even know if luckily. I, I feel like back when we had Dan Bailey, aka Money Man Dan, as I used to call him like that was that was like my peak comfortable or like peak confidence in a kicker like for the Cowboys at least you know I was like oh you know that's why I had called him money man Dan you know because I, I think he was second to Justin Tucker you know like he was up there like in the in the low 90s so I was like man you know what like I feel good about him going out there but Later on in his years with, with the Cowboys, he started missing kicks, this and that. So I had to snatch the, snatch the nickname from him. I ended up just starting to call him Dan. I ain't even calling him Dan Bailey no more. I just called that fool Dan. <laughs> you know?
1: Not a fact. I mean, I guess unlike y'all, I, I still am rocking with the Pats. I'm just rooting for Tom and the Bucks. But I, I was spoiled with kickers. We, did ha- we do have – well, we had Adam Vinatieri. Well, it has the NFL record for most field goals attempted and field goals made, mm. and then we had Gostkowski, like both good kickers when we need them to be good, like shit. Mm. And then with the butt sucker, bro, like he's not, he's not one hundred percent either. He's just like every other kicker, but consistent. You have confidence in him, yeah. With you guys with the Cowboys, you robbed Dan Bailey. Like I liked Bailey, bro. He was good. He had a fucking. Who else was good for y'all, bro? Nick Folk when he
0: was young. Yeah, when he was young. You know, back when I think when we first had him. You know, like, yeah. No, he was solid. He had a leg. Now, supposedly, we got Greg Zerline. His nickname is Greg the Leg. But I I don't know. I don't think he's still gotten my confidence just yet. You know, I I don't think I can call him the Leg just yet. Because, I mean, he's... He's had some some close calls, you know, like some kicks that he's made, but they've given me a heart attack, you know, like, you know, giving me those knuckleball vibes where I'm like, oh, it looks like it's going out, but then it, like, swings back in or, like, it looks like it's going in and then it swings out. It's like, ah, uh, it's he, – he, he, he raises my blood pressure up too high for me to give him the respect and say he's the leg, you know?
1: No, facts, bro. Plus, you know, you do have the recent – Missing the field goals against the Bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly and what I mean. Seeing how the whole conversation originated off of, you know Crosby and shit. That the only time I've ever seen him automatic, bro, is when he has to.
0: <laughs> when he has to kick against us for some reason, bro. Like that, that for some reason, that's whenever he's automatic. You know, that's whenever. But, you know, against against us in the playoffs, like, 2016 specifically, I remember that game-winning one that he did. It looked like it was going out. You know, it looked like he wasn't going to make it. Then all of a sudden, there it goes. It starts turning in. It starts creeping in. And, boom, he makes it. So, I don't know. that. That's that's really the only dude that I don't want to see in, in playoffs. You know, him and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, y'all could miss me in the playoffs. I ain't trying to see y'all because I know some funny stuff is about to happen. Oh, no. Aaron Rodgers, Jared Cook, and Mason Crosby. I don't want to see y'all. Y'all could miss us in the playoffs. I don't want to catch y'all in January, February, whatever. You know,
1: y'all could miss me with them. Lucky for you, Jared Cooks with the Chargers now. <laughs> Yeah, we
0: got him out the way, but he made some good catches that game, too. So, it was like, ah, he's kind of like a, you know, like he's got our number. Kind of like a cowboy killer, you know?
1: Shit. Speaking of Jerry Cook, bro, he had that clutch, clutch catch against the Browns.
0: Bro, that was a pretty crazy game. That one was a crazy game.
1: It was It was a good game, bro, but... Man, it just adds to the the legend that is Justin Herbert. (laughs) Because they had this man's down, bro, and he comes back and wins. Like, to me, it's wild. And then not just that. You know, obviously, the the key play was Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham not connecting on that fourth and two, which, again, leads me back to Baker. Bro, if you cannot build chemistry with this man's Odell and Eli fucking Manning could, who is a career 50 I don't – you're just average to me and deserve the big payday. But then again, Cleveland, get, just trade Odell, bro. Send him to a team. Sell that type shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Do you think that game said more about Herbert or do you think it said more about Baker?
1: It, Herbert, bro. I, Herbert. Because they were down 20 to, uh, to 13 come halftime type shit. <coughs> Oh, shit, sorry. Cleveland jumps out to a 27-13 lead the third quarter. And for Justin Herbert to lead his team back, also, Austin Eckler played, plays that offense, which I love. Because Austin Eckler has just been underrated. I remember him. Just, I remember picking him up one year for fucking fantasy football, and he was just a consistent 26 points every time.
0: Mm. But I
1: digress. But I don't know, bro. Justin Herbert, he's the truth. He just keeps... He's gonna be an MVP future Super Bowl <laughs> He's gonna be a future Super Bowl champion. He's not leaving LA any soon. And we finally need to start putting Keenan Allen and Mike Williams in our top ten conversations for receivers.
0: Yeah, for sure. No no doubt about it. At least at least, if any out of those two, Keenan Allen. Only because I feel like he's been slept on for so long. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like he 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 deserves some respect, you know. Cause he's always been a baller. His route running is always crispy. You know, he's got the hands. He's he's able to go up and moss people if he needs to. Cause he's you know kind of a tall receiver, so it's like he he's got everything that you would want. You know, he's got the whole bald head. He's got the beard going for him. You know, <laughs> like you know what, what more what, what more do you want out of a receiver on your team? You know, he's he's got the swag going for him.
1: add a little more perspective to it, I guess this, <laughs> When he play, when he plays against uh you know top tier teams, he always did, uh, demands the number one cornerback's attention. For example, when Trayvon Diggs was on him, I was about to call him mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs again. <laughs> <laughs> you and you wouldn't be the first. last time I can get into that much, boss. Mm-hmm. And against Cleveland, you know they did suffer some injuries to their uh to their DBs in the game. Greedy Williams. He was covering – he would go off and off again you know, on Mike Williams or Keenan Allen type shit. I don't know. I'm with you, though, bro. Like, I, I uh, Mike Williams to me? Yeah, Mike Williams. Is the better receiver, but Keenan Allen just has the better hand. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I feel like that's just the result of – Keenan Allen getting the number one guy. You know, I feel like my Mike Williams has really been able to do what he's done because he's normally got the number two corner on him. You know, like he don't got the the main guy on him all of the time. I feel like that's just a result of the respect that Keenan Allen gets.
1: Facts. Cause wasn't the the Trayvon Diggs pick that was that when he was covering Keenan Allen?
0: Dang. That's a good question, bro. I, at this very moment, off the top of my head, I,
1: I can't say yes or no. I, I want to say I'm 90% sure it was Keenan Allen, bro. But just off of that, right there, like, Trayvon is an up and coming cornerback. He's, uh, he's right now top five. I, I still have oh, Jalen yeah. Ramsey as number one because there's no one better than Ramsey right now, bro. He could still dictate a side. And now he's covering the slot, too. Like, the dude is just fucking with people now.
0: Hmm. yeah i mean uh you know i, I I'll, I'll i'm happy with top five you know because um because i feel like i've said it and i feel like i've kind of spoken into existence you know he, he's starting to get that respect i still I, I feel like it's still pretty early so i feel like quarterbacks are still gonna try to test them I don't feel like he's gotten that Jalen Ramsey respect yet to where they're going to be like, all right, let me just not throw over there, you know, but um, I feel like if he keeps at it, like he'll, he'll end up being there, you know, he'll end up being there and start to dictate that as of right now. He's doing his thing. He's, he's going crazy with the interceptions. And that's, that's really more than enough for me. Like it, you know, all of the interceptions that he's getting right now, that's that's more than enough for me because there's more than what I've gotten in the past. You know, like Facts. this is this is all I've wanted out of one of our corners. Like I wanted this out of Byron Jones, you know, he had set the record at the draft for like the high jump. Well, not the high jump, Uh, whatever that that jump uh event is. Yeah, the vertical. Yeah, the vertical jump. He had set the record for that, and I was like, oh, man, so this guy, he should be up there <laughs> contesting balls, you know, like try- trying to make plays on the ball. But, no, he he'd always be the type of guy to swat it, which I can appreciate. You know, he wouldn't really give up big catches like that, but still, it's like I'd rather you intercept it than swat it, you know?
1: Shit. I don't know. We're going to talk about your boy Byron Jones here in the bigs. We're going to, even though it happened last week and the Bucs, they played last night. I do, since we talked about Uzi, I do want to bring him up a little bit. But real quickly, bro, season that y'all had for that whole season, I think y'all had like seven interceptions or something like that. And now that alone, Trayvon Diggs is almost caught up to that by himself. He's mm-hmm. up to five, right?
0: Five? He's up six. to six.
1: Six. Mm-hmm. He's more than liking against Mac Jones.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I see that happening.
1: I see it. So the way I see it, bro, like, I, I just remember specifically that one season, 1314 14 y'all couldn't get no interceptions, really no takeaways, and I think y'all had seven for the season, and he's about to match that. It just tells you how good this kid's going to be. Plus... Mm-hmm. The dude played receiver and for Al he got you know accepted to Alabama. He got recruited there, however you want to mm-hmm. to be a receiver. And when he was in camp, Nick Saban told him I'm switching you to cornerback and you're gonna thank me for it later.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: And what thank you Nick Saban for it, bro. Like he is I-, I I'm starting to love Trayvon Diggs, bro. You just can't you can't hate the guy. You can't like, overly cocky, but he's confident. Yeah. He's he's got that swag to
0: him, bro. And I like that. You know, having somebody almost at all the levels of defense. You know, we got Trayvon back at in the secondary, you know, we got uh Parsons at linebacker, linebacker, defensive end, you know. So it's like we, we got we got the guys, we got all the pieces really. So that, that really makes me feel good about where we're at. So it makes me feel good about their future and like their their ability to you know try to make a push and actually be contenders for the championship.
1: But with that like <laughs>
0: I'm dead with that though uh I do want to go ahead and segue into our uh segment here that that we kind of teased early on in the week is gonna be the contender and pretender segment. uh you and me, we each got five teams. And, you know, we kind of we went ahead and set them aside five for you, five for me. And we're going to go ahead and break down if we think they're going to be a contender uh, to make a run in the playoffs and, you know, potentially go to the Super Bowl. Or if these guys are pretenders, if they kind of like had us hoodwinked or if they're still in the process of hoodwinking us right now, you know, Um, I got my five ready. You got your five ready. Uh, do you mm-hmm. want to go first or you want me to kick it off?
1: Eh, I'll start it off because, you know, like I said, I I got the, I got a team you're going to like, you're going to probably want to hear about, see what I think about them. And obviously, this is just like I've already kind of said my little piece about why I think they're this way type shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> go ahead, bro. But and
0: uh, whenever you go, go ahead and do all uh, all of your teams at once.
1: Of course, of course, boss, of course. But. I'm gonna go ahead and start with the with your with your team, bro. The Cowboys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, like I'm not I'm not Cowboys, bro. That's the first team I'm gonna start with. I want to see them more, bro. I want to see them have a complete game, bro. Like from start to finish. I want to see y'all. Even in, if you are playing the Patriots this week, I'm expecting a game by at least fourteen, bro. I could see you winning by twenty-one, to mm-hmm. be honest. But I want to see it from the whole way through, bro. I don't want to see for a split second in the first in the first half. That Mac Jones and Bill Belichick are just dictating the whole game, really giving it to you type shit, and y'all find yourselves down ten to seven or something like that. Yeah,
0: okay, I can respect that.
1: Second, going off Rip, you know, rookie quarterback proved me wrong after his first game. Second, he looked good, bro. And hey, I, I, I'm obviously gonna say that they're pretenders and the Bears. Mm. Okay. Just because the last two games really weren't, they were favorable for them type shit. That was, they were favorable matches for a young player type shit. He Definitely. doesn't have a full grasp of the playbook, and he still has the tendency to hold on to the ball way longer than he should. He's still taking sacks when he shouldn't. Have. But <clears throat> the thing I do like about them, and they do have upside to become oh. a contender type shit, but it's going to be tough because the wild card spot looks even though it's the NFC West type shit, is <clears throat> that defense and the fact that they they're not taking the ball out of Justin Fields' hands, but they're yeah. foreign type shit with with uh, Ty Montgomery running the ball. You got screens here and there, little jet sweeps. You're not really making them go deep, even though. Yeah, <clears throat> you're kind of simplifying it for it. And I like it. So, and their defense alone is just Khalil Mack still has a tendency to. From games here and there, that's why I'm not too eager to move them to a contender spot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I move on to the Saints, the good old Saints, good old Jameis Eaton, W. Winston. <laughs> and you bro, got for just, them? I, I'm 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 fa- I'm flabbergasted, bro. I really don't know what to make of them. Like one week they lose to a New York Giants team. That y'all blew out type shit, mm-hmm. and then they beat a Taylor Heineke, and I'm like, I I don't know what to do with you guys, and I want to trust, I want to believe in him. him, but then again, here he goes throwing interceptions and shit. So mm-hmm. I like the defense, but Alan Kamara like- not really. I don't want to say he's becoming a shell of himself. He's progressing a little bit. You're not seeing the same explosiveness out of him, and also you're kind of. Jameis not really give him attention that much in that offense because, you know, he does like to throw the ball deep rather than check downs and shit. Mm-hmm. So, bro, the Saints to me are pretenders as well, bro. Unless I start seeing more out of them, like, again, yeah. I need to see them beat the teams they should beat, like the New York Giants and the Washington football team, and they only beat one of those two teams. It's hard for yeah. me to trust them.
0: Yeah. I see where you're coming from. They haven't really shown you enough to really, to really make you kind of buy in on them, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then when they do, like you go to that week one game against fucking Aaron Rodgers, bro. Like they look fucking say, "Damn, like we're gonna have some issue with Jameis this year." He loses <laughs> to the Giants. And I'm just like, wow, I was wrong. Jameis just still the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. So but did you go?
0: Uh, what did you have the down as?
1: Pretenders, For right now, pretenders, bro. Like I trust that defense, but until I see that offense really, really explode and again beat the the beat type shit, I'm not gonna move. I'm not gonna move off that spot with them. Mm-hmm. Just like with this next team, bro. The, the same division, the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers.
0: That that was one that I was hoping I would end up getting, but. No, it, it sounds like you're going to go ahead and do me justice.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, again, we know we know what they ranked going into the game. They're going to go back two weeks, I guess. Yeah, two weeks. Mm-hmm. This, this is week six now. Let's go back two weeks. They were coming in to, uh, against y'all. They were ranked one all across the board on defense, right? Mm-hmm. Which, I, I, for a second, like I did buy in on it horn to me has been playing way better than advertised type shit he ha- he mm-hmm. he still made some mistakes but he was susceptible to learning type shit he yeah. was willing to be and i love that bro and then they play y'all and the first like wow like these dudes are really gonna be a problem against us type shit because
0: mm-hmm.
1: like they could stick with y'all three not saying they're as good as our three because you know we got ab and godwin not saying y'all are as good as ours but y'all are good you're up there type shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they hand y'all for the first and then here comes the second half and you see oh there goes new york they're throwing interceptions left and right <laughs> yeah there you the go so it just comes down to him bro because you saw what happened. get more on that defense type shit yeah he's still out for one more week he won't be there this week but i appreciate sure he'll be back next weekend and when Jason Horn comes back, bro, that defense will be more solid type shit. I would trust that defense more. But, again, we've seen these last two games that they've played, Sam Darnold has not looked good or convincing at all, bro. And you just saw what we did to the Eagles last night in the first half. Again, throw the second half away because even though we won, we really got complacent there. You could see it. Tom was just like, fuck it. I'm just not going to throw no interceptions until he threw one type shit. Yeah. But Sam Donald has pushed me off of that. I was ready to say, all right, we'll see you guys in week 14 and 17, bro. And we have to play for the division type shit. We'll see y'all there. But now I'm just like, well, since no one's really going to compete with us type shit, there's no reason to be worried about these dudes anymore. Yeah. And I'm sorry. You my boy. I fuck with you. But your team's a pretender, bro. Like, they're not good. I was, I was kind of, you know, getting ready to, you know, anoint Sam Donald the next starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. But. If they keep going like this, bro, I could see them drafting a quarterback in the in the NFL draft. And real quick, who uh, who'd you say that this team? Uh, who'd you say uh, was oh, that, a fan of this team? Oh, uh, my, no, my boy Garrett. He's uh, he's on the defensive staff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett. That's right, McGuire, right? Yeah, little Joey kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then you, know, you
0: had uh, you had this last team. Last but not least, of course.
1: And last but not least, I got fucking Las Vegas Raiders. And this one's going to shock you guys. This one's going to shock you. I'm going to.
0: A contender. Okay.
1: Off of three. Just off of one thing, bro. Just you play in Glockway in that defense. Good. Mm-hmm. Darren Waller, a baller, bro. Dirt and refro, you know what it is. <clears throat> but one thing that I love that just happened bro John Gruden got, got resigned well he resigned from being the head coach of that team and you already know how him and Derek Carr were at odds with each other and shit you know he was never really sold on Derek Carr yeah you know Derek Carr wasn't his quarterback type shit he didn't mm-hmm. draft hold on man now that Derek Carr doesn't have John Gruden over him type shit bro I'm gonna I'm expecting to see this team fucking flourish just because you know Derek Carter has to worry about looking over his shoulder all the time like damn did I play good enough to keep my job or damn did I just lose my job and Mariota's gonna get my job when he comes back healthy type shit <laughs> yeah no that's
0: right
1: so, I'm looking for this to boost his confidence bro and I'm gonna say it I'm gonna rock with it I see them as contenders bro I- with the Chiefs and the Chargers Okay. No, that
0: that that really did surprise me. I'm not going to lie. It did because I thought maybe the whole Gruden situation, I thought maybe it would kind of leave him in shambles, but no, you did make a good point about Carr never really be or well, Gruden never really being sold on Carr and you're right. I think now it'll kind of let him play free. It'll kind of let him play with a little bit more confidence without
1: having to look over his shoulder like that, you know. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a good mm-hmm. point. Good point. <clears throat>
1: And let's not forget, you know, the first three weeks when they were undefeated, bro. He was up there for MVP. Uh, shit. Now it's just between Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. just because of what you know, the seventeen touchdowns, the three interceptions,
0: and the storyline, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, just to recap really quickly, go over your contenders and then go over your pretenders just real quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just
0: go over them real quick.
1: I bet. But yeah, like, I never gave the Cowboys one, bro. But I must just say they're they 50-50. They're 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 on the precipice of being a contender. And much away from, you know, fucking being a pretender again.
0: What do you got? What do you got? You can only pick one. We can't go 50-50 on this, <laughs>
1: Until I see y'all play a complete... Uh, this game right here against the Panthers will tell me if y'all are contenders or pretenders because Bill Belichick still is a good head coach and he's gonna have that defense ready to play. So this this game will tell me if y'all are contenders or pretenders.
0: So I'm gonna, okay. stick, I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna be excited. I'll give you my answer, now, gentlemen.
0: Okay, but as of right now, you said pretender, right?
1: Um yeah, fuck it. I just I'm just gonna put the pre. <laughs>
0: okay okay who else do you got under your pretender category
1: yeah you know we got the saints we saints. got the Pants, and we got the bears and it's gonna be crazy yeah. i know there's gonna be some fans some listeners listening and thinking wow he has the raiders as a contender but not the cowboys and you gotta look at the you gotta look at the divisions you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you're, that's you're- true
0: I, I i give you that
1: is it's open, they're, they're gonna win it regardless. The, a, the AFC West, though, is a little more interesting because the Raiders are still just one game behind the Chargers and ahead mm-hmm. of the and they're tied with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So, they're, they're honestly, they're one uh, flag. my conduct flag away from winning the game against the Chargers, right?
0: Yeah, no, that's true. And so I guess that'll kind of bring me over to my little segment here, of the contenders and pretenders. So I ended up getting the Bengals, Broncos, Browns, Chiefs, and the Steelers. So what I'll do is I'll just go ahead and start alphabetical order here. I'll start with the Bengals. The Bengals, this is tough. You know, kind of like how you said it was kind of tough to choose on on some of your teams for me. I feel like I kind of had the tough ones, the ones that I really kind of had to think about a little harder. The Bengals, I went ahead and marked them down as pretenders. Now here's why. They did come out hot. I'm not going to lie. They did come out hot. They ended up beating the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Jags. But right now they've also lost to the Bears and the Packers. So I feel like they've been in these games like, especially the Packers game, but I feel like they haven't been able to finish, you know, like they haven't been able to really make that last push, you know, like to go ahead and make that comeback or to go ahead and make that field goal, you know, or to go ahead and make the clutch plays that they need to make to go ahead and just put a stamp on it and win the game. You know,
1: mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my issue with
0: them. So I mark them down as pretenders. The next one I got is the Broncos. I also don't hate me, Broncos fans, but I'm just saying you guys are pretenders as of right now going into week six because they had beat three bad teams to start off the season. The Giants, the Jags and the Jets. You know, what, what are you supposed to do when you play these teams? You're supposed to beat them. They're they're mm-hmm. the lowest of, of the lowest teams right now. They're probably ranked 29, 31, and thirty two. No cap. So it's like, you know, what does that do for me? Those are just teams that you were supposed to be, you know. And so those are those are their wins. They recently had just lost to the Steelers last week, you know. And it's just, I'm just not sold on them either. You know, I like Teddy Two Gloves. I like the defense, but. It's just like, you know, okay, yeah, you beat the you beat the easy teams, the ones that you're supposed to be, but the ones that put up a fight, what are you going to do? You know, so it, it was a good game against the Steelers. I'll give them that, but at the same time, hey, they ended up losing. So from what I've seen, I'm just not sold, so I'm going to go ahead and mark them down as pretenders. This next team, I know you might give me some stuff about it. I I, I know you might feel different about this one. It's the Browns. Browns. This one I'ma go with contenders. Reason why. <laughs> the reason why. Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. They got the pieces on the offense and the defense so that they can compete in every game that they play. You know, like they're in there. You know, they're they're able to go toe to toe, you know. But to me, kind of like how you say we got the wild-card coach, they got the wild-card quarterback. It, it, I feel like it's going to come down to Baker Mayfield, his decisions, his maybe his mistakes, or maybe the throws that he doesn't make. You know, so I feel like it is going to come down to Baker Mayfield, but... I feel like they can get hot. I feel like, you know, maybe right now it's just, maybe they're just not clicking. It's still kind of semi-early in the season. Not as early anymore, but it's still somewhat early. I feel like they could still kind of get some things going. These are our week six contender pretenders, you know, so as of right now, I'm still marking them down as a contender. I don't think they've showed me enough to completely discredit them. I feel like they still have enough to still trust in them, to still believe that they could win a game 50-50. So I'm marking them down as contenders. This next team, I don't think many people would be surprised with me. I don't think I'll get much hate for this one. It's the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm marking them down as pretenders. And this is the reason why, because it seems like they just kind of took a step back for me, you know, like it, it seems like they're kind of just depending on Mahomes a little too much to make that extra play to, you know, to to pull out that Mahomes magic for him. And most of this season is not really working for him. You know, it, it might have in the past couple seasons, you know, he's been he's been the it guy, you know, he's been the MVP, you know, he's been the man when it's worked right now we're seeing it's not working and as a result we're looking at their we're looking at their record and it's not that pretty so that's why i got them down as pretenders they're definitely not the best in their division i feel like you know they might be competing for third place in that division you know so that's why i got them down as pretenders they're not looking like the team to beat out of that division anymore or at least for this season
1: Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm.
0: on to my last team here it it, it might be a little controversial it's the Steelers Uh, my brother's a huge fan he told me not to go in too hard on them but I gotta do what I gotta do I'ma respect his wishes I'm not gonna go too hard but I'ma say my truth these Steelers are pretenders (laughs) they showed us what they could be They this last game they showed us what they could be if they get that running game going with Najee Harris, but they also showed me who they really are all the way back since last season, since the COVID season. After that 11 0, they went on a you know on a terrible run to finish that season, they continued that at the beginning of this season. That's who the Steelers are. That 11 0, that was pretend. That was make-believe. That was wearing a costume. I don't see the Steelers as a threat. I don't see them as contenders. These guys are pretenders in my eyes. And I just I just got a feeling that they're gonna do enough to earn last place in this division. They're gonna earn that because that's how they're playing. They're playing good enough to earn last place in that division. So just to recap, let me go over my contenders, which really is just one. It's the Cleveland Browns. That's my only contender. And my pretenders, I have the Bengals, the Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, and the Steelers. Those. The, that's it. You know, hey... Come at me, you know. Come at me, bro. I, I said what I said. I don't really think there could be much debate about it, you know. Listeners, If, if hey, you know, y'all might feel some type of way because one of these might have been y'all's teams. But I'm just calling it how I see it, you know. The way Jeezy sees it, the way Jeezy calls it. So, hey, come at me. Let us know what y'all think. We're going to go ahead and make a post of who we think is contenders and who we thought were the pretenders here. And uh, y'all go ahead and let us know. Follow us on our Instagram. Like uh, like our page on Facebook. Be interactive with us. We'll be interactive with you guys. Let us know what y'all think of our picks. Do y'all agree? Do y'all disagree? Who would y'all put in which category? uh y'all go ahead and let us know you know follow us on instagram we're at jesus and deuce pod on facebook it's the jesus and deuce podcast uh hey we're even on twitter at jesus underscore deuce pod hit us up let us know what y'all think if y'all agree with us disagree with us uh if y'all want to get on to deuce about his pick and and the cowboys or if y'all want to get on to me about my pick and the steelers and the chiefs uh, y'all let us know. Get get active well, with us.
1: <clears throat> real quick, Bug, if I can. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. defend you real quick on your Chiefs one. Because I'm mm-hmm. with you on the Chiefs. Let's put it this way. No team whose defense ranks 32nd out of all 32 teams should be a fucking contender. Mm-hmm. You said what you said,
0: boss. You said what you said, and we're going to stand on that.
1: Mhm so plus you you're seeing too much hero ball out of Patrick Mahomes like he knows his he knows his defense is shit and he he's having to make plays that he normally wouldn't like he he wouldn't normally throw the ball away a lot of balls downfield he's going for the home run shot a lot and he's getting a lot of picks out of it teams have figured him out teams have figured out the Chiefs and I'm with you boss they're pretenders in my book as well Mm-hmm. definitely third best team out of the, that division and definitely have a lot of work to do to catch up to those Chargers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So
0: we'll go ahead and update that on our page. Y'all y'all keep a lookout. Uh, I'll go ahead and get or we'll, we'll go ahead and get everything updated uh, in terms of our contenders and pretenders on our post. And um, let's go ahead and get into these week six picks. Uh, let's go ahead and do a speed round here, boss, because I got to get this wrapped up.
1: Mm-hmm, so
0: mm-hmm. I just name the team first one off the top of your head. You let me know who's winning, who's losing. All right. So first week here we got Dolph- I'm sorry. First game up we got Dolphins Jags.
1: Yeah. Uh, give me, give me a, give me triple of the season.
0: Okay. Yep. I'm rocking with you on that one. I'm going Jags. Next one up we got Kansas City at Washington. Who you got? <sighs>
1: Kansas City, but don't look at this to be something that's going to solidify them as a contender. Washington is not <laughs> even on the same elite guys.
0: <laughs> They're supposed to beat these guys, you know. I'm going with the Chiefs. Also, next game up, Packers Bears. This one, it, it might be a little closer than than I would have thought a couple of weeks ago. Who you got?
1: Just just because there's not a lot of feel, I mean, a lot of film on him, bro. I'm rocking with Justin Fields and the Bears, if I didn't already give that away.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. No, I feel you. I, I'm kind of itching to go towards the Bears, but is Aaron Rodgers. I'm rocking with the Packers. Next one up, we got the Rams at the Giants. Who you picking?
1: Give me Stafford to have 433 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Who? <laughs> Book She's going to go off. <laughs> book it. Y'all hear that?
0: Y'all hear that? If y'all out there and if y'all are uh, into gambling, dudes uh, just gave y'all the winning stat line for, for Matthew Stafford. If y'all trying to put in a parlay on that, go ahead and put it down. Book it right here. You heard it first. Next game up, we got Texans Colts.
1: Mm. I liked what I saw out of Houston last week against the Pats, bro. And the Colts aren't too convincing. So I'm gonna go with an upset, bro. I'm gonna rock with Houston.
0: Going to rock with Houston. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Colts here. They kind of uh, you know, they kind of showed me a little something going up there with the Ravens. Uh, it's still Carson Wentz, but I'm gonna go ahead and rock with the Colts on this. We got the Bengals versus the kneecap biters themselves, the Lions. We
1: rock it with. We do this every week, and we st- st- every week and y'all know who we picking when it comes down to this team, bro. Oh, you know who I'm picking? It's a mm-hmm. Detroit thing. Baby.
0: <laughs> it's a Detroit thing. I they brought they brought Motor City Dan Campbell to tears this last week. Man, I just want the man to win. I'm going Lions. They beat the Bengals. Next game up, we got the Chargers versus the Ravens.
1: Gonna be a good ass game bro and i'm i'm gonna keep riding this train till the wheels fall off bro i'm rocking with justin herbert herbert the pervert
0: herbert the pervert oh okay you know what on this one this one is pretty tough for me because i do like the chargers i'm going ravens lock it in next game up we got vikings panthers
1: <sighs> both teams are very underwhelming but i'm 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 going to give it to Vikings, bro. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be the X factor in this game. Mm Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. No, I agree with you on that. I'm going Vikings also. These guys here, I feel like they just got a better chance. This next one is probably going to be the game of the week. I I don't know for sure. It's the Cardinals-Browns.
1: Hey, you're right. This is the game of the week. And honestly, this this is a game that could push the contender meter for the Browns in the right if they could fuck around and win this game. But they're not going to. I'm rocking with Arizona.
0: (laughs) Ooh, okay, yep,
1: That's how I feel.
0: I know I chose them as contenders, but this week, I just don't see it happening. They could. I mean, they're favorites. They're favorites at home, but I feel like the Cardinals will get it done. I'm going Cardinals.
1: Plus, no Nick Chubb. Ooh, oh, I didn't know that. That'll mm-hmm. help,
0: but the Cardinals—they don't got Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know how much that'll affect them.
1: Oh, that'll help because he's not that good of a coach.
0: <laughs> oh, bully! Uh, next game up, we got Raiders versus the Broncos.
1: And I'm telling you, this is the game right here, bro. This, this is gonna—it's gonna help my contender ranking for them. I'm gonna rock with the Raiders on this one.
0: Raiders. Yep. Uh I got to stand by what I said. The Broncos, I just don't see them getting it done. I'm going Raiders. Next game up, of course, we got my boys versus your old boys, the Pats. You already know who I'm picking. Who do you got, boss?
1: Yeah, you already know who I'm picking, Your past today. <laughs> <laughs> ain't
0: no, no. We all no
1: adult, need to no. Ask. I'm going to Patriots. He's going Cowboys. You know y'all should know this.
0: <laughs> mhm. Mhm. This next one up is kind of interesting. It's going to be Seahawks Steelers. Who you got on this one?
1: Oof, no Russell Wilson. But Geno Smith good up until that interception that wasn't his fault. So I'm I'm a rock with the Seahawks, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers win. Mhm.
0: Yeah, I know I gave the Steelers a tough uh, a tough uh, a tough critique in my uh, pretenders segment, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Steelers myself. I feel like they can get it done. No rust. I feel like they take advantage of that. They're at home. I got the Steelers. Last game up. I believe this is the Monday night game. It's going to be the Bills versus the Titans.
1: This one should be good. I don't know, man. I just don't think Tennessee has the defense to keep up with Buffalo for that long game and shit. So I'm going to go with Buffalo on this one.
0: Okay. I I'm still a huge fan of King Henry. I feel like if he gets the chance, he can still take over a game. I know that Buffalo team is playing, you know, playing good enough to, to be a championship team. I'm gonna go with the upset. Remember the Titans, boss. I'm going with the Titans.
1: What strong what side? Left side. Something like that, right? Strong side, yeah. left side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah such you know? a classic bro I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make matthew watch that movie i know no, matthew's my child mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll make that's him watch movie. that movie
0: that's a movie right there that i loved watching in history class when the coaches didn't feel well when the uh well in in, in turn the history coach was always a football coach but mm-hmm. i loved watching that whenever they didn't feel like teaching nothing but that's it everybody that's all we got for today uh we really appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens. Please go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts on Instagram at Jesus and Deuce Pod. On Facebook, go like the page Jesus and Deuce Podcast and on Twitter, Jesus underscore Deuce Pod. Uh, get interactive with us. Comment, like, and uh, get in the conversation. Let us know what y'all think about our decisions for contenders and pretenders. And I think that's it. I think that's everything. We we covered all the bases here. So uh, for us here at the Jesus and Deuce podcast, I'm Jesus. He's Deuce. We'll catch you guys later.
1: Yeah, you have a good night, guys. Be safe. Later. Good night.